Welcome to the Plastic Surgery Secrets Talk, a podcast where we go behind the scenes of everything in the plastic surgery and aesthetics world. I'm Dr. Jeffrey Spiegel. And I'm Dr. O'Neill from the Spiegel Center just outside of Boston. Today we will be going over all things hair with our special guest, Dr. Ronan. All right. So, so Stephen Ronan, thank good, you for joining us. This is so here. awesome. Thanks for having me. All the way from Black Hawk. California. All the way from the Bay Area. Exactly. Yeah, you actually yep. wanted to come to Boston, huh? <laughs> it was an early flight. You didn't have a choice. <laughs> I got up at, oh, are you forced I got up at 3.30 today. Did to, to you get up early every morning? Yeah. Wait, did you, fly, did you fly your own plane? No, I actually, um, this is the first time in probably three or four years I went commercial. Did you oh. fly the commercial plane? <laughs> no, I wish, yeah. No, I was in the back in a tiny little seat. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I know what brought you into Boston. Why don't you, you know, talk to us about that. Well, tell us about I your know. practice. All right, tell us. Tell, so my practice is, uh, I'm private practice. Um, up until a few months ago, I've been solo practice. And do sort of a variety of things. Surgery, um, laser technology, injectables, skin care, esthetician kind of things. Sort of broad focus. What's left? <laughs> uh, having a surgery center. Oh, so okay. Operating yeah. a surgery center. And then um, as a few months ago, I went from solo practice into group practice, which has been uh, quite a journey. Yep. So what is that What is that group practice? Well, that's how we know that's Dr. Ronan. We are part of a secret, not so secret anymore, a secret society of elite plastic surgeons, right? It's the, uh, what are those groups called? The... Uh, the ones like, the, so we formed a platform. Like the Masons. Like the yeah. Masons, right, right, yeah. right, right. So we formed a platform with our, our friend, uh, Ross Clemens, and the three practices came together. We ought to get him on a podcast sometime. We, uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe in September. I don't know. <laughs> and so we're sort of a physician-controlled, physician-centric platform. We're going to acquire a whole bunch more practices and uh, make a much larger business that um, the doctors sort of maintain control of. Yeah, so yeah, we're, only the elite of we're the inviting elite. only the best of the best to join us. So and explain we're that to us. You always, I, I like how you explain it, that whole analogy with the well, hotels of the world. Can, can you? Yeah, well, bas- basically, we just want to be, you know, everybody shares things at meetings, we publish things. But by teaming up with the best of the best, you can be sure that you're offering the best to your patients and stay at the elite level, imagine we're like the dream team from uh, the Olympics with uh, Michael Jordan and Larry Bird, and for some reason Kevin Leighton. <laughs> <laughs> well, and really, I think something super important is that um, the history of our of our industry is very competitive. So I'm not going to teach you what I do because because um, I already might, know it. No, you already know. <laughs> <laughs> people don't want to teach each other things. That was that they're, they're, thing. they're sort of hyper competitive, and even really between our specialties, there's been a lot of bad blood, and um, you know a lot of competition and fighting. And so what we're doing is completely the opposite of that. So we're working together, we're partnering, partnering, we're figuring out like what do I know that you don't? What do you know that I don't? Probably more, um, but we're figuring out how to help each other. And with economies of scale and sharing best practices and um, pooling our data, we should be able to c- create an environment where we all do better. Yeah, That's, I love that. A community. I feel like we should get a drum circle going. Not competition, but community. <laughs> I, I love that. And I think it's, it's, it's uh, 
something that we've been working on. You guys for have been working on decade. it for well, we've been working on it for a decade to to really find the right people to join, um, and and we've all been like what a year or so to make this happen. So it's it's fabulous. So now let's go into something. Um, let's that, that that's awesome, right? Where the elite, you know, it's like the best hotels of the world. What do you call yeah, them? Yeah, like the that? great hotels of the world. The great hotels of the world. Um, you just know that if you want the best of the best, you pick the best hotel of the world in Boston, Blackhawk, California, Florida. You know, in Florida, wherever you're going, and that's where you find your best practice. But now let's, let's talk get to about, the yeah, let's get to the secrets. Hair. You have fabulous hair. Should we talk about hair? <laughs> I think we should talk about hair. That's like something that you are really well known. I mean, you're known for a lot of things, but hair is one of those things. So, um... Give us the, the yeah. dirt. Here's the dirt. Like the secret. When I was a resident, um, some of the guys were doing a hair transplant and were begging me to help them. And my reply was, over my dead body will I ever do a hair transplant. I know right? that kind of sentiment. And <laughs> I think that in the past that the results were not that good. And um, I didn't want to really be a part of it. you know. And, and now that the technology has caught up, and you can do something that's virtually invisible and the results are so fantastic. It's like, why not? Right. So many men need it and women. Yeah. Um, and it, it has such a huge impact on their life. Um, that I, I love doing them. I mean, it's fantastic. It's easy for a patient to go through. You spend a long, boring day. It's all under local. You wait a little while, you grow a bunch of hair. It's permanent. It's, it's really a fantastic procedure. So, so do you find like your patients, like their boost of confidence, like goes big time? How yeah. quickly? When do you start looking normal? Yeah, when do you start? So, okay. So if you had a hair transplant today. Are um, you saying I need a hair in transplant about, Well. <laughs> no. We, we can talk. Me. Yeah. So <laughs> in about two weeks, you'll look like not much happens, right? And then yeah. in about four months, uh, three, four months, the hair starts growing. But it's sort of like a seed that comes out. And it's a skinny little windy thing. And it's growing into a tree. And so you have to grow it, you know, into a tree. A hair has a three to five year lifespan before it falls out and starts again growing a new tree. And so as it gets taller, it sort of thickens out. And so you see hair growing at three or four months, but it really isn't like full result for well over a year. Absolutely. So, yeah. so that's 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 a huge secret right there because I think most people think oh, I'm going to put my you know do the I'm ready tomorrow and then yeah and I think that that's really what you just said is so important how it's like a tree that you need to thicken and get a little bit larger and do you find that PRP like helps that because I've always heard that that's the miracle grow and you know what so do you we think? do a we do a procedure um, pretty often actually we call it a hair max and yeah. so. We take we have sort of proprietary group of ingredients and we micro needle needle that into the scalp and then as well inject PRP. Okay. So usually we're doing a combination therapy. It's and that is effective. like what do you think? Is that a fair way of saying is that's the miracle? That's one of the secrets, yeah. Well that's it's a, a it's a it's a pretty effective medical treatment, right? So you have your medical treatments and then you have your surgical treatment. And the medical treatments is how can I slow down what I'm losing or or hang on to you know, what I have longer, right? So yeah. your genetics are going to determine your, your end point. And it's like, when is that going to happen? Is that going to happen when you're 35, 45, 65, right? And the medical can extend the, um, 
the length of time that you hold on to your native hair, yeah. right? And then the surgical is replacing the hair that's lost. All right. For or against topical finasteride, minoxidil, Rogaine, all those new preparations. When you're microneedling them in, we use topical, and those are part of the... It's part of the concoction. Yeah, part of the concoction that goes in. All right. Um, but one of the things I'm a fan of is oral minoxidil, right, which is... Um, as opposed to topical Rogaine, that's Rogaine, yeah. is by mouth. So uh, minoxidil was made originally as a, as a, a hypertension. Yeah, medicine, blood pressure medicine. Blood pressure medicine. And so the doctors were giving this people for hypertension, and then they were noticing they all come in looking like gorillas later. <laughs> they have hair everywhere, right? Yeah. And so, um, so we figured out that it really is good for, for hair, and we take a much smaller dose than when you use it for blood pressure, just like a little whiff of it. And so... Um, that's a super common thing our office sees in oral minoxidil. For animal fans out there, we these medications were not tested on gorillas. <laughs> F-U-T or F-U-E? Uh, depends. The answer depends. Most of the time, we do F-U-E. F-U-E means taking out the grafts individually, and so you have these little point scars that are you know less than a millimeter, right? And so that's um, individually taking out grafts. FUT means more of the strip, which means you, you cut a strip off the back of the head and then take that and chop it into the grafts, right? And so that's a little bit older method. If you have short hair like you do, and, and I typically do, um, the strip, the scar can be seen, and um, it's a big downside, right? And so you'd be much better candidate for FUE. Yep. But on here, do you want to shave the back of your head? Probably not. Doesn't right? do you like I so, need any hair transplant? <laughs> so a lot of times for women, we can do an FUT because their hair is so long, you're never going to see the scar, and they never have to they shave, shave their head. And so we'll do an FUT. Or really, even more common is I do a hybrid. So we'll do a strip on the women, and then also shave a smaller area, maybe an inch across, and then get some more FUE. That way, we can get really a lot of grass. And they really don't have much of a donor shaved area. So that's actually, I think that that is super interesting because so many women, you know, you when you start to go through menopause, you start to lose hair, and you and you and and even if you had really the thick hair, hair, it just thins out. What are you doing there? So yeah. So um, I think in general, women respond to the medical treatments better than men, right? And so well, we'll we men are very stubborn. Yeah, and it's just. Genetically, our <laughs> hair gets hammered, I yeah. think, more than women and earlier on. So so a lot of the medical treatments like a hair max and PRP are, are more effective in women than I think in men. So um, so we'll sort of hit them with all of that, you know, up front as much as we can. And, and then enough, you know, plenty of women have lost enough hair that we'll do that and do a transplant at the same time. People are talking now about no-shave FUE. Yes. Tell me it, about that. Um, it's very tedious. So, you know, the idea of cutting and, and picking, um, you're not going to get so many grafts done. Yeah, much so you're less efficient. A, a lot less grafts done. And it's like, if you're, okay, if you've lost hair enough that you're getting a hair transplant, um, odds are you need a lot of grafts, right? And so, um, the more grafts you can do at one time, the better. The, like the more hair you move up there, the more of a result they have. It's pretty simple, right? Yep. And so, you when you're doing it and you want to commit and you're going to spend the day, 
get as much hair as you can, right? And and so um, going back to why why would you even do uh, not shave your head FUE, right? It's because someone doesn't want to shave their head. In more in the past, we used to do um, shorter haircuts and then shave this area to do an FUE. And then we found over time, if we just cut everything short, um, uh, we found that the patients like it better. It's counterintuitive. So I've had plenty of guys I've done a couple times that had shorter hair in the front and then shaved in the back and versus just shaving. And after doing it both ways, the commentary from them is, it's so much easier just to shave it. And it's, it's, um, and I, I didn't think that would be the case, but, but, um, in general afterward, um, most of the guys like just shaving more area. So you're happy in general that the mullet is not so popular. Anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, these are yeah. great that, hair secrets. Awesome. One more question. Yeah. What's the strangest place you put hair grafts in? You don't have to tell us that if it's too, I this mean, is a family scalp, we've done, we've done some beards. We do eyebrows. Um, that's it. I mean, they're not that strange. Yeah, right? not so bad. No. Yeah, no chest. So where did, so where, okay, so is, how about yeah. harvest? Where's, yeah, where did you? Yeah. Okay, so um, uh, the traditional area of harvest, except for one. So I had this gentleman who had had several uh, flaps and and plugs, and then strip and FUE, and he just was, you know, at the end of the line for everything they could do and. None of it was that great. Um, he was this Italian guy. He was super hairy. He had uh, hair on his chest and abdomen that was like this long and thick and straight, remarkably. And so we actually harvested like his gorilla. belly and then put more, none at the perimeter where you'd see it, but more sort of centrally in his head to give him some more density. And it worked out really pretty good. I love that. But that is a one-off, Yeah, you know. Most of the last majority of time, that's just not going to Nothing off the belly. top of the foot. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, Outstanding well, secrets. Go. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Excellent secrets for hair. Uh, if you are anywhere west of the Mississippi, go see Dr. Ronan at Blackhawk Plastic Surgery for your hair needs. He can move it from anywhere to to anywhere. I'm sure he didn't tell us all the secrets, but there's more to it. And if you're east of the Mississippi, come see us at the Spiegel Center for hair grafts. We do it as well, and, and now we know all these secrets to add to what we already do. So yeah. um, thanks for coming out. A great and member of the you. premier plastic surgery family. Yeah, and thank you for listening to Plastic Surgery Secrets Talk. If you like what you heard and want to in touch with us, you can call 617-566-3223. Email us at info at drspiegel.com, I before E, and there are no A's in that. Or follow us on social media at, at Dr. Spiegel.